Hello, how are you? I hope you guys are having a good day. Let's talk about comparing and despairing. Um, it's so interesting to me. I recently had a message from um, somebody I've known for quite a few years. Um, she messaged me on Facebook and um, she said that uh, she is amazed at, at how happy I, I, I look with my husband and, you know, how perfect we are and she just can't believe it and, you know, I've changed so much and she wants what I have and, you know, all the great, all the great stuff. And it's so interesting to me because whenever somebody tells me um, that they see how happy I am and, and want what I have, um, I get super uncomfortable because, I, you know, I also kind of giggle at the same time because without fail, anytime I receive feedback like this, it coincides with with the day when, when I've been bickering with my husband or, you know, my daughter's getting on my nerves or I just simply feel like a steaming uh, pile of shit, <laughs> you know, not really having a, you know, good day at all. So this is something that, you know, I warn my, my divorce clients of um, because what what I often see, and I have experienced this as well for myself, I think any human being um, has is that, especially nowadays with with social media, the, there's a very strong need that I see with them, with my clients, um, to compare their own lives to what's often just a shiny highlight of somebody else's life on social media, right? They They are often tempted to compare their own beginning to somebody's ending, right? So even my own clients will tell me, you know, I want what you have. What I have is a few years after my divorce. What I have is, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, I am I am ahead in terms of experience and in terms of years, right? And now that there's something special about me, I just am simply a few steps ahead just by the fact that I have years of it behind me, right? But there's nothing wrong with comparing. The problem is that almost inevitably, it makes you feel like shit, right? Almost inevitably, you go down the rabbit hole of comparing and feeling bad about yourself, feeling bad compared to somebody else's uh, great life. You start feeling unworthy. You start feeling undeserving, right? All kinds of feelings come up, you know, feelings of inadequacy and and self-esteem issues, right? Like all of that gets very quickly stirred up when you compare your own situation at this time to somebody's shiny, perfect situation. And, you know, I don't want to run around and, and tell people that this is, it's all bullshit and it's crap and, you know, it's a horrible life because, you know, that would not be true. Uh, I would also be very wrong to tell you that it's all glitter and love and butterflies and unicorn poop because I would be lying as well, right? So, but what I will tell you is that the current marriage that I have, my second marriage is vastly, vastly, vastly better than my first one, right? And in terms of that, yes, plenty of stuff is is great and I'm much happier, much satisfied in this marriage. But, you know, you know how it is with relationships. I, I absolutely love my husband 97% of the time and then they're 3% of the time when I just want to strangle him and I don't want to be around him and he gets on my nerves. 
it's it's like that in any kind of relationship, right? No relationship has perfection 100% of the time. But, you know, so when you get into that mode of comparison, it's like your ego's pointing out all the inadequacies that you have compared to somebody else. And it's a quick way, it's highway to shitville, basically. Um, I know this personally because um, I know when I was married, uh, I married very young. I was, um, you know, I was married by the time I was 24. I had a child, I was back in school, I worked, right? So my 20s were around, focused around things that my friends didn't have to deal with. My friends were busy, you know, being single or dating or going out, having fun, traveling, having that that young, single, right, like fun life. And from where I was, and I was actually, you know, much removed from my friends in terms of distance as well, all of my friends are basically in Europe and I am here in the United States. I'm the only one, uh, you know, from this distance, mental distance and physical distance to me, it seemed like they were living a dream come true, right? Like their lives were so fun and so fluffy. And, and, and here is my life, very serious, very involved, right? So I was comparing my life to theirs and I felt very jealous and I felt very envious and I felt like I was missing out on a lot. And then, you know, once I was divorced, I would look to the same friends who are now married, right? Having their own kids and whatnot. And then I felt like I was missing out on something then because I was envious of their marriages and, and perfect husbands and perfect relationships, right? So either way, either situation that I was in, I was comparing myself and I was despairing as the effect of, of that comparison because I wanted what they had and in comparison what I had was not enough. So it, it you know it was not until I remarried um, and that I kind of stopped taking that into consideration and you know I stopped wanting to be elsewhere and stopped wanting to be with somebody else. Um, you know it kind of the comparison game got tiresome uh, very much so. But I also, interestingly enough, in the meantime, a few of my friends have divorced. Those who have married after me have divorced. And, you know, now that we're all a little bit more mature, we've had these conversations about, you know, their marriages and the, their divorces. A lot of them have had experiences um, that, you know, were not necessarily shared with me or that I didn't know about that really put the whatever they have gone through into a different perspective, right? And then you see the, the the reality of somebody's life, you know, and it gives you different perspective. We as as people, we love to have, we put a mask on, we love to pretend, we like to, you know, walk around projecting a certain kind of image. No, I don't know anybody really who walks around exposed emotionally and, and honest 100% of the time, right? Like we all like to leave some kind of an impression. So, you know, conversations of, of having a difficult marriage or divorce or cheating or being unhappy or anything that's a little bit more vulnerable is difficult to bring up. So a lot of the times we don't have any clue what's going on with people unless somebody comes to you and, and tells you specifically, hey, this is what's going on with me. You don't have a way of knowing. All you see is their perfect life and perfect kids and and in perfect houses, right? So both of those things kind of put put things in perspective for me. And, and, you know, like I said, I got a little bit tired of comparison. 
because what was happening is, you know, I kept um, being focused on other stuff. I couldn't focus on what was right in front of me, which was a husband and a marriage and a new life, right? So I, I decided, and it's often a, a matter of decision because somebody else's life and thinking, oh, she has a better than I have is a thought. And, and the same way you choose that thought, you can decide to think differently about where you are right now. And I finally decided that where I was was good enough. Not perfect, but good enough, right? And, you know, again, the other side only looks as glamorous as what we see. Because until you, you know, eventually you, you got to go in and, and clean up the shit and deal with stuff. It, things like that come up inevitably in any kind of relationship, in any kind of marriage. So whenever I see, you know, when when people are like, oh, it's a perfect couple, show me a perfect couple and I'll show you a couple of liars because nobody is perfect. And like I said, compared to anybody on social media or any kind of portrayal of, of perfection on social media, we're all, we all look, you know, completely ridiculous because um, it's all glittery and it's all, you know, fake. But so my point here is, you know, while it's tempting to compare and, and, you know, despair about it, anywhere you are at any point in your journey is good enough, right? And for no other reason, but because this is exactly where you need to be. Um, a lot of the times we're in a hurry to get to the other side and we miss potential lessons and, and the, the, the goodness of the position of where we are at this moment. We just rush. We just want to focus on something else. So the other side that you're striving for is the side that you are on right now, is where you are at this moment. Um, and comparison and will, will definitely just lead you to, 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 you know, to despair and to feel horrible about yourself. So, you know, just note, be careful if this is something that you get caught up in. If you, um, you know, if you find yourself measuring yourself against somebody um and especially if you don't know much about their life to begin with and like i said 90 percent of the time <laughs> we compare our beginning to somebody's ending uh, you know it's easy to to want to be where somebody is after they have been through three four five seven ten years of dealing with the problem we feel like their position and, and them having the solution is how it all started, but, you know, we forget that people take time to get where they need to be and where they are. We just skip that part and we just think that they have some kind of magical solution or, or they have the magic that we want, right? And we just want to jump right in. So um, if it's making you, if the comparison is making you feel empowered and it's making you feel encouraged and, you know, saying, oh, I want what she has, I really want to work for that, then that's one thing, right? That's a that's a positive push forward. But if you find yourself feeling like shit and feeling desperate and feeling inadequate, you know, um, step back and and just notice what you're thinking about it and what you're making it mean about you, right? Um, something that she has, this person has, means what about me? Means what about the fact that I don't have it or I don't have it yet? What does that tell me about me? And start there and start questioning these thoughts because this is what's making you feel um, despair, uh, comparing to, to others. Okay. I hope this was useful. I hope, um, you got something out of this episode. Let's connect you guys. I am on Instagram at loving after divorce. You can get in touch with me there and follow me there. Um, if you have more questions or you would like to talk to me directly, I will post a link, 
um, to a um, to a contact form, and you can get in touch with me if you're intrigued about what um, what else I can help with and how I can help you in more depth about this. Um, and I hope you stay well. Have a good day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilena Vishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started.